24 and verse number 16. Joshua 24 and verse number 16. The Bible says, And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For the Lord our God, he it is that brought us up and our fathers out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, and which did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way wherein we went, and among all the people through whom we passed. And the Lord drave out from before us all the people, even the Amorites which dwelt in the land. Therefore, we, therefore will we also serve the Lord, for he is our God. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for tonight. Lord, I do thank you for all the young people that came tonight. God, please tune us in on what you have to say to us tonight, Lord. God, I know I'm not anything important, but your word is very important, Lord, and it should be life-changing to us. And God, really it is whether we listen to it or not. But God, we want to listen to it so that it'll be a positive, so that it'll be productive in our lives. And God, so that it'll make us more like you, Lord. We all have decisions to make. God, we all have a destiny that you have put in our lives, Lord. But we've got to make the right decisions to, to reach that, to reach your perfect will. And God, I pray you would please just use this time tonight, the few minutes that we have. God, I pray you would just penetrate hearts. I pray that you would give us all exactly what we need, exactly what we've been going through. Lord, please give me the right words and thoughts and spirit. I pray that you would speak um, to us loudly and clearly and give us what we need. And God, make us more like you. Um, help us again to hear your voice through the preaching, Lord, so that we know you spoke to us. And God, that we'll live accordingly, Lord. Bless each young person tonight. Give them what they need from it, Lord. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. We're at the end of Joshua here. Joshua was the next leader after Moses. We know about Moses, right, that he led the children of Israel out of Egypt and the Red Sea and all that and the plagues. Well, after he leads the children of Israel out because they didn't believe God, right, they wandered in the wilderness. Do you know how long? 40 years. 40 years. So that's a long journey, right? And in fact, even some of the older generation died off. And this is kind of the younger generation, the children um, that were coming out of Egypt. They're adults now, okay? But as I said, we're at the end of Joshua. This is the last chapter of the book of Joshua. The reason for that is, these are the last words of Joshua. At the end of this chapter, it says something to the effect of, and Joshua died, all right? So you never like reading those verses, especially if you're the person in the Bible that was that character, you know what I'm saying? So Joshua's about off the scene, but before he leaves this earth, listen, he gives his instructions to the people. He's investing in the people and probably the greatest thing that he does at the end of his life. He influences them by his example. Uh, I won't dive deeply into this, but I do want to point out to you verse number 15. This comes from the mouth of Joshua. Verse number 15. It says, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve. That probably sticks out to you as, oh, yeah, I've heard that in church. I've heard him say that, quote that. But let's continue. Whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We've also heard that. It's a very famous statement. Who said that? It was Joshua. You know what he's doing at the end of his life, guys? He's saying, listen, you got to make up your mind who you're going to serve. Okay? And he's saying there's plenty of options. If you don't want to serve God, he says, if it seemed evil unto you, what that means is if you're not really feeling that, if that doesn't seem appealing to you, if that's not something that really excites you to serve God, he's saying, hey, there are plenty of options. There are plenty of options. And Genesis is, excuse me, Pastor Genesis, it's very, it's very stunning because not only does he say, hey, you can go off and serve the devil if you want to, this dude goes into details. 
Ethan, it's like he gives them options. Well, you can do this, or this, or this, or this. If I'm over there, I'm like, cut his mic. Like, Jocelyn, what are you doing? Like, listen, guys, we don't need to go into, the, in my class, teen boys class every Sunday and say, hey, guys, there's a lot of wickedness out there. Let me explain it all to you so you get really interested in it. Right? That's kind of weird. Joshua was saying this. He says, oh, if you don't want to serve God halfway through, you can serve the gods which were on the other side of the flood, or the God of your fathers which were on the other side of the flood. He's talking about before they crossed the Jordan River to get into the promised land. They had some false gods back there. He's saying, hey, you have that in your history. You have that in your heritage. Hey, you could go back to that. And then he says, if that doesn't please you or appeal to you, he says, are the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. Now they're in the promised land. They're in Canaan. But they have to fight some battles there. People were living there that they have to drive out. He's saying, hey, if you don't want to serve God, you can serve the ones from our history and from our heritage that are wrong. Or if you want to go with what's popular, what the people are into here. And guys, let me tell you something. You've got to make up your mind who you're going to serve. And I'm not going to list. I'm not going to be as bold as Joshua and list out all the options. But there are plenteous options If you don't want to serve God, there's plenty of options who you will serve. Mm -hmm. But can I tell you, none of them are going to work out well for you. But you know what a lot of people do? They go with what's in their heritage, what's in their culture, what's in their background. Well, my family, we've always done this. We've always listened to this type of music. We've always gone to these parties. We've always gone to these concerts. Hey, does it please God or not? That does, listen guys, it doesn't matter what skin color you have, what language you speak or anything like that. Does it please God? Okay, I don't care if it's white sin, black sin, Hispanic sin, or any other kind of sin. If it's wrong, it's against God. But when people start talking about heritage and culture and, and pay attention and skin color, everybody, oh, whoa, careful now. No, does it please God or not? That's what needs to be the main thing. So he's saying, if you want to go back with what your culture is, or let me throw this option at you. There's plenty of stuff that's popular nowadays. Plenty of the music that's popular nowadays doesn't please God. Plenty of the dress styles nowadays don't please God. Plenty of the ways of talking and the things on the internet and the social media doesn't please God. But Ethan is popular. That's what Josh was saying. He's saying, you don't want to serve God? There's plenty of stuff from my heritage and there's plenty of stuff that's available to you now. But I like what he says at the end of the verse. But he says, as for me, listen, he's presenting all this to them. How good God has been, what God has done for them. And he's saying, you need to choose. But you know what he uh, what he doesn't do, Christine? He doesn't stop and say, "Okay, before I tell you who I'm going to serve, Chris, who you're going to serve, Ashley, Sandra, Ava," and he's counting them up. Okay, we have five for God, four for the false gods. Okay, we're getting a little tense here. He doesn't care about that. He doesn't wait for them to decide. He doesn't wait for them for them to tally the votes. He doesn't wait for them to give him the the record of what the people said. He doesn't even let the people talk yet. They start talking in verse 16, which I'm going to get to. But he says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Hey, guys, some of you need to step up. Stop worrying what your friends are going to say. Hey, even some of you, and this is hard, but even if maybe your family's not serving God, you need to say, as for me, I'm going to serve God. I'm going to put him first. But some of us are really worried about that. If I do that, what is he going to say? What is she going to say? Does that really matter? Who's more important to you, God or them? For some of us, our God might be what people think of us or if we're popular or not. I'm not trying to beat anybody up. I'm just saying I like how Joshua puts it. He's saying, I don't care what you guys say. You can all say we're turning on God. He said, "Uh uh-uh. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the God, serve the Lord. He's saying for my life and those I can influence, we're going to serve God. By the way, you can only choose for yourself. Okay. But you can influence other people. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, I can only choose for myself, but I can influence other people. So don't say, well, I'm the only one I can control. Well, you can talk to other people about it, and you can pray for other people about it, and you can try to influence them. But he's saying, listen, I'm putting my foot down. We are serving God, and I'm going to lead the way. But then the people respond in verse number 16. So at this point, they've been invested in. At this point, they've been instructed. And at this point, they've been influenced by a great example. Okay? Verse number 16. The people answer. So this is their response. What are they going to say? He's listed it all out. He's saying, you need to choose. Make up your mind. What do they answer? They, the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. And then they continue to go on of what God has done for them. Um, guys, this is what I want to preach on, and I'll try to be fast with this. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Hey, guys, listen. Many of you, well, I would say everybody in this room, you've been invested in. You say, what does that mean? People pray for you. People try to teach you. People try to help you. They want to lead you along in the Christian life. Listen, people pick you up. They drop you off. They try to teach you things. They try to have fun with you. And, hey, all that's good. We're not throwing a guilt trip on you. I'm just saying you've been invested in. You have been invested in. You've also been instructed. Listen, most of you know what the Bible says about many, many issues and many, many topics. Listen, can I tell you most people in the world, they don't know that stuff. Mm -hmm. You're responsible for that. And you've seen great examples. You've seen great examples. Listen, you most of you know the leadership in this church. You have some of them teaching your 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 school Monday through Friday. Listen, they've talked to you. They prayed for you. They asked you how you're doing. They, they find out about your life. You've been invested in and you've seen great examples. Listen, guys, if I were to, to say, which I won't, but if I were to say, hey, can you name me some great Christian that you look up to and that you look to as an example? I think everybody in the room, you wouldn't just have one. You probably have 10, right? We've, we have that. That's a blessing. But can I tell you, just because you have great examples that you've watched, just because you've learned the truth and you've been instructed, and just because you've been invested in, doesn't mean you're going to turn out to serve God. And I'm not trying to be discouraging and be over here like, dun, 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 okay? I'm not trying to be like that. But I've seen a lot of people be invested in, Grow up in the best homes with families that love them, with families that teach them about God. And they don't turn out and they don't live for God. So the question is tonight, what's it going to be? What's it going to be with your life? What's it going to be? Hey, I'm sure I know a lot of you and I know this is this is your desire and I'm glad for it. And it's my desire too. you want to stay faithful to God. You want to stay loyal to God. You don't want to quit on him. You want to you want to give him your best. You want to live your whole life for him. And guys, that's a blessing and that's exciting. How are we going to do it? Right. How are we going to do it? So let's get into the message. What's it going to be? I want to give you, first of all, the response that's strong. I, this is probably my favorite part of the message. Spoiler alert. OK. Verse number 16. The response that's strong. If you want what's it going to be to turn out to be something that's good and profitable and you being loyal to God, I think we need a response that's strong. It kind of gets into their mindset. Verse number 16, it says the people answered and said, what's the next two words? All right, let's look at it again. And the people answered and said, next two words. God forbid. Thank you. Very good, very good. God forbid. Um, let me start off by saying this. There's a response that's strong. Listen, guys, we believe the Bible is accurate in its specifics. What I mean by that, we believe every word. Listen, guys, the Bible, God's word is not just there's some uh, good concepts and good thoughts um, and they come from God. That's not what the Bible is. We believe every single word comes from God. And not just do we believe that because, you know, that's we're a little crazy. We're a little off. That's what the Bible says about itself. 
Okay. Second Timothy three sixteen says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. That means it comes from God's mouth. Every single word of it. We don't believe there's any mistakes, errors, uh, uh, um, misconceptions in the Bible. It's all true. Every single word comes from him. The Bible says the words of the Lord are pure words. It says that it's like the words have been in a furnace of earth purified seven times. So we believe that it's accurate and it's specific. Every single word, right? You say, so why are you making an emphasis on that? Because the people say, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord. God forbid, guys, it's a very strong way to say it. What it means, do you guys know what it means, God forbid? Any clue? All right, here's what it means. It means may it never be. May it never be. It's almost as if you are like disgusted that anybody would even bring that up as a possibility. Josh was saying, hey, you want to you want to quit on God? Like you want to turn your back on him? And they say, God forbid, like no way, never. We never want to do that. Hey, guys, I like that. That's an articulation that's strong. You know what they do not say? Pay attention to right now. You know what they do not say? They do not say, well, and Joshua said, hey, you're going to serve the Lord with your life? And they say, well, I hope so. That's not what they said. They did not say, Joshua says, you're going to serve the Lord. They did not say, well, it'd be nice. Yeah, that would be really, that would be awesome. That would be really cool if we could do that. That's not what they said. They said, God forbid. They did not say, well, you know, hopefully we'll see how things go and how things work out. That's not what they said. And also, they didn't say this. They didn't say, well, if it doesn't get too hard, Martin. I mean, if it doesn't get too difficult, Ethan. If it doesn't get too challenging, then, you know, maybe. I like this. The way they say it is, God forbid that we ever turn our back on God. Guys, that's strong. That's strong. They say that on purpose, and I like the way they say it. It, It's said in a very strong and bold way. May it never be. Listen, they're saying, may it never be. Is that your response? If we were to say, hey, are you going to continue faithful to God? Is it going to be? Well, I hope so. Hey, that's fine, but that's not strong enough. If it's going to be, well, I mean, if it's not too hard and too difficult, guys, that's not the proper response. It's got to be, man, God forbid that I ever turn my back on God. You know what they're saying? Shame on me if I ever do. Hey, guys, listen, for all the time that's been invested in you, for all the lessons that have been taught to you, for all the people that have prayed for you, God forbid, shame on us if we ever turn our back on God. I mean that. I mean that. But listen, if we're kind of in and out and not really committed to it, we're going to be like, "Uh, I don't know if I want to say that. Because I don't want to break my promise. Listen, you need to be committed to the Lord. You need to think about what God has done for you and be committed to him for yourself. The response that's strong. They say, God forbid that we ever forsake God and turn our back on God. They're saying, shame on me. Listen, I'll try to be fast with this. But listen, you guys are teenagers. All right. Listen, and if there if somebody this is kind of awkward, but I'm going to go for it anyway. All right. But listen, if somebody ever comes up to you, your friends, and they talk about the possibility of you dating some person of the opposite gender in the future, your response says a lot about the possibility of that. You realize that? If they say, if they say, hey, have you ever thought about this person? And you're over there, and you're like, well, you know, and you kind of laugh. They're like, oh, there is a possibility. You know, like, okay, she's interested or he's interested. But if you're like, no, he's nasty, he's disgusting. You know what I'm saying? There's like no chance. That is like a that is like a balloon. Listen up. That is like a balloon that's been lifted off. Just the possibility has been lifted off the ground. And you bring out your AK-47. You <laughs> that, th- that thing ain't going to happen. You know, just as that balloon ain't going to fly, that 
that relationship ain't going to happen. You know what I, You understand what I'm saying? Can I get an amen? amen? Thank you. Thank you. We're moving on. All right? Your response says something about your interest, though. Hey, it would be a problem. Listen up, guys. It would be a problem for a Christian to say, hey, I mean, do you think you'll ever fall away from God? And we say, well, it shouldn't be like that. Not that we're pointing at ourselves and saying, yeah, I'm too strong for this. I could never fall because we know that's not the case. But it should be after all God's done for me. No, may it never be. May it never be. I never want that to happen. It needs to be that strong. Guys, listen, we've got to personalize this for ourselves. And we've got to realize, listen, I like after Joshua makes his strong uh, example and exemplifies it in front of them saying, I'm going to serve God. They're saying, listen, we don't want to ever turn our back on God. That, that helps me. That speaks to me. And they're saying, listen, they're saying, God forbid what? That we should forsake the Lord and serve other gods. Hey, guys, when you quit on God, you know what you're doing? You're forsaking him. You know what forsake means? To turn your back on him. But Lord, thank you for saving me. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to heaven. It sounds awesome. But as for my life, no. That's what you're doing. No, no, Brother Tom. I don't like you preaching like that. Well, sorry. That's what you're doing with your life. When you quit church, when you want to do your own thing, when you want to date who you want to date, no matter what God says, you're turning your back on him, guys. They're saying, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord and serve other gods. And by the way, when God's not at the center of your life, when he's not at the, on the throne of your life, I guarantee you, something or someone else will be. Yeah. They're saying, listen, if we forsake God, then we would serve other gods. They're saying, if God's not number one, something else will be. So you need to ask yourself, is God number one in my life? Hey, guys, shame on us, shame on us if, a, if money or possessions or a relationship or, or our acceptance from our friends or pride or music or, 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 or whatever we click on is more important to us than God. He's saying, God forbid, a strong response. Um, also, let me get into number two. Remember the specifics. Remember the specifics. Listen, what's it going to be? If you want your life to turn out and if you want to um, ensure and reinforce these things in your life to say, listen, when I'm in my 20s, I don't want to quit on God. My 30s, my 40s, however long I live, I want to stay faithful to him till the day I die. Mm -hmm. Listen, you got to have a response that's strong. Number two, you need to remember the specifics. Verse number 17 and the beginning of verse 18 it says for the Lord. For the Lord our God, he it is that brought us up and our fathers out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, which did those great signs in our sight, which preserved us in all the way wherein we went and among all the people through whom we passed. Verse number 18, and the Lord drave out from before us all the people, even the Amorites, which dwelt in the land. Now, what are they doing? They start off by saying, man, we don't want to ever quit on God. Great desire. But you know what they do? Number two, they remember some things. They remember what God has done for them personally. Okay, what God has done for them personally. They're saying this is what God did for us. God brought us out of Egypt. He's saying God did that for us from the house of bondage. He did those great signs in our sight. They're saying we saw it. Listen, they were little kids at that time, but they're saying we saw when that Red Sea split and we walked across on dry land. You know, the, 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 the water standing like a wall. Piled up on top. You know, some of those kids are probably like, look. <laughs> the mom's like, come on, Johnny, get over it. You know, like, you've got to get to the other side. All right. Listen, they're saying, we saw that. We saw that. Listen, they're saying, God led us all this way. By the way, when they were in the wilderness, like I said, for 40 years, you know what happened? God rained down food for them every day, except on the Sabbath day, where he gave them double the day before. That's amazing. Right? That's amazing. 
They had clothes. They didn't have some, you know, TJ Maxx around the corner where they could buy clothes, right? They had the same clothes and the same shoes. Do you know their shoes grew with their feet? These are kids. Some of you people are experiencing that now. <clears throat> I won't say no names, all right? Listen, but the older you get, the bigger your feet get. And you're like, what happened, you know? I went to bed. They were this size. I woke up. They're this size. Like, help. Listen, their shoes grew with their feet. Their clothes grew with their body. That's amazing. There's no shoe company that can make a shoe like that now. There's no, there's no clothes that are designed like that now. God did that for them. He provided for them every single day. And they faced some battles. They faced some enemies. They faced some difficulties. They faced some obstacles. And God brought them through every one. You say, what does that have to do with me? You need to make it personal in your life. You need to remember when God pulled you out of sin. You need to remember when God did things for you and, per, and performed things for you in your life. Maybe he answered a prayer for you. Maybe he brought you through a struggle. Maybe you were determined or discouraged and you felt like you were about to quit. And you came to church that night and God encouraged you and, and gave you that boost in your spirit that you needed to keep on going. Hey, guys, that's not an accident. That's not happenstance. That's not a coincidence. That's God coming down and helping you. Can I tell you, don't forget that stuff. Don't forget that stuff when you get discouraged or when the world starts look up, looking appealing to you. Remember what he did for you. You guys were talking about it in the hallway. But remember what he did for you at New Manor. Remember what he did for you at Youth Commerce. Remember what he did for you and how he helped you. Thomas, you don't have to think back. I know it causes you <laughs> PTSD, man. It's okay. It's all right. I understand. He's like, the room, the room. You know? It's okay. It's all right. I'm just kidding. Listen, but remember what God did for you. Remember when God spoke to your heart. Remember when you were reading your Bible and God gave you something. Remember when you were praying and God answered your prayer. Hey, that 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 uh, bump on my on my wife's belly—that's an answer to prayer. We didn't know if we would ever have children, and now God has provided this word. That's an answer to prayer. Listen, that's not just an accident. God did that for us. We're thankful for that. But don't you forget what God's done for you. Yes, Brother Tom, Sandra, you better stay faithful to God. You better stay faithful to God too. Yeah. Even if you don't got the bump yet. All right? <laughs> so I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen some guys, I'm like, dude, you okay? You know? <laughs> I'm just saying, just saying, just saying. Should I continue on? Pastor, thank you, thank you. All right. <laughs> Listen, remember what God has done for you. Remember what he's done for you. You need something? Yeah, that's fine. Remember what he's done for you personally. Remember how he's protected you. Listen, there's times where you're in a dangerous situation and God protects you. He protects you. Listen, don't forget about that. Be thankful for what he's done, how you've prevailed, how you've overcome some struggles and some uh, uh, some problems that you've had in your life. And listen, he's brought you all the way to this point. That's what they're saying. They're saying God has brought us through all the ups and downs. He's brought us to where we are today. Listen, can I tell you, you are where you are in life right now because God has led you all the way. And by the way, if he's led you all this way, do you really think he's going to stop now? I don't think so. I don't think so. God has been so good to us all along the way. Why would he quit now? He's not going to. We need to make sure we don't quit on him. What's it going to be? I hope it's a response that's strong. I hope it's that we remember specifics. Make it specific. Listen, if God has answered a prayer for you, I challenge you to write that down. Maybe put it in a paper in the front of your Bible so that you don't forget it. Because the devil's really good at, at getting us to forget. And we're really good at getting us to forget. You know, right after, one day after God answers our prayer, some small thing happens and we're like, really, Lord? He should be like, really, dude? You know, 
because he does major things for us, major things for us. And then some piddly thing comes along. We're thinking, is it really worth it to live for, live for God anymore? Are you kidding? Right? Well, I do it too. We all get there. But we really need to think, God, I should be burning in hell right now. Right now. That's what I deserve. But God, you've been so good to me. And not just that, but he's given us a great church. He's given us the truth. He's given us families. He's given us friends that love us. He's been great to us. He's been good to us. Number three, you need to resolve to serve. Resolve to serve him. At the end of verse number 18, they say, therefore will we also serve the Lord. Therefore will we also serve the Lord. When you see therefore in the Bible, it means because of. It means that's why. It means because of all the things that God has done for us, that's why I'm going to do something for him. Hey guys, listen, service to God is not just us uh, sitting on a chair or sitting on a pew in church. Okay? Now that's important. God commands us to come to church. We need to follow his command. But when we come to church, it's just like instruction time, training time, practice time, you could say. When we live our lives through the rest of the week, listen, that's when we are have the opportunity to serve God. Listen, can I ask you, and I'll be fast with this, what are you doing for God? What are you doing for Him? You say, well, I don't really know. I, I don't really have anything come to mind. You know, you can pray for people. You can serve God by that. Yeah. You can start passing out tracts. You can serve God by that. A life, Somebody's life can change through you passing out a tract to them. Saying, hey, can I give you this for my church? Listen, you um, be an example for God, um, living right. By the way, when people are doing wrong around you and you're still doing right, you're serving God. You're putting him first. And that makes, a, that makes an impact on those around you. Hey, guys, what are you doing to serve God? Serve God is not just sitting on a pew. Serve God is not just soaking it up. It's to do something, activity for the Lord, for his kingdom, for his glory, and to help people. We need to respond that way and to remain that way. And then I want to give you one last thing. All right? So what's it going to be? It should be a response that's strong. Listen, and I, guys, I'm not talking about just the, the, the pre-recorded, canned response from what the Christian kids should say. You know, Ethan, we have that sometimes. You know, I, I had it when I was growing up, and we still have it with young people. What do you want to do with your life? Press play. I want to serve Jesus. Listen, that's not what I'm talking about. That. And I'm not demeaning that. But is that really what's in your heart? Is that really what's in your heart? Listen, I hope it is. If we were to ask you, hey, you think you ever fall away from God? Or, or do you want to stay faithful to God? I, I, I really, if it were in all honesty, I really wonder what it would be. You know, Andrea, when we watch those investigation shows, they put them on the lie detector. I wonder. I just wonder. I'm not bashing anybody. Because listen, I'm not as strong as I want to be, and probably none of us are, right? We all have ups and downs. Sometimes we're doing great, and then other times, man, why did I do that, right? But I really wonder what it would be. Would it be, I don't want to ever, ever quit on God. I have my weak moments. I make mistakes and all that kind of stuff. But I don't want to ever quit serving God. Guys, I hope to be, however long I live, hopefully a long time, all right? But listen, however old I am, I hope to still be preaching and doing whatever I can do Way up in, in my years. Listen, in my, in my old age, I really want to. I really want to. I don't know if it'll make sense or not, but I want to do it. You know, I might be preaching crazy stuff, but I'll be preaching. All right. I want to do something for God. I want to do something for God. I might be preaching about baby most. You never know. You never know. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. Andrea's like, can you stop? All right. Yes, ma'am. I'm finishing up right now. All right. Listen, 
It needs to be a response that's strong. Hey, would you, in your heart of hearts, would you say, man, God forbid that I ever turn my back on God. God forbid. I hope so, guys. Do you remember specifics in your life? Yeah, Ethan, he did this for me. And he showed up in my life at this time. And he spoke to me in this way. And he answered this prayer. And he came through in this way. And he helped me with this. And he helped me do this. Do you remember that stuff? Or has it kind of gotten foggy? Has it kind of faded out of importance in your life? Guys, listen, if that stuff's not important to you anymore, watch it. The devil's setting you up. And then you need to resolve to serve him. What can you do for God? They said, therefore, will we also serve the Lord? Joshua, we're not just going to watch you do all the work. We're going to get involved ourselves. Mm-hmm. Hey, look for opportunities to serve God. Pick up trash. Uh, set out the tables and chairs, whatever is needed. You say, uh, that's not really fun. You're doing it for God. Mm-hmm. You're doing it for God. Okay? You're not doing it just so you can get it done with. You're doing it for God. And then point number four and last, the responsibility is serious. The responsibility is serious. At the end of the verse, they talk about we will also will serve the Lord. And then they say, for he is our God. For he is our God. Hey, if he's your God, don't you think you should serve him? I mean, seriously, if you say he is the most important part of my life, then shouldn't that be demonstrated in some way? Jesus said in Luke 6, uh, 46, he says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? He, the people are basically saying, Lord, you're the most important thing in my life. We love you so much, Lord. And then he says, why don't you do this? Nah. Really? Is that how we're going to be? Hey, we hear some people, do you love the Lord? Oh, yes. We knock on the door. Are you a Christian? Oh, yes. We love Jesus. We love him. Do you go to church? No. Okay. All right. But how about us? Do you love the Lord? I'm pretty sure everybody raising their hand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I do. Do you read your Bible? How about this? Do you get rid of the junky music in your life? The sin out of your life? Oh, come on, man. No. That's what loving the Lord is all about. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love him, then do what he says. Doesn't mean we do it perfectly, but we should try with our best effort every single day to obey him. And point number four, the responsibility is serious. They say he is our God. If he's your God, you should serve him. It's an obvious obligation. After all he's done for me, we should serve him. And guys, get this. This is your only opportunity to do it. Hey, after life, there is no second chance to serve God. You know, Martin, we talk about witnessing. Well, in my earthly life, I didn't do so great. But hey, I got another chance. No, you don't. After we pass on or Jesus comes back and we're into heaven, that stuff is gone. We don't have another opportunity to do it. This is our only opportunity. At the end of your life, if you didn't serve God, it will be because you did not choose to. Think about that. We want to blame it, right? We want to say, no, my life was hard. I had all these challenges. I had all these problems. No, if at the end of our lives we don't serve God, it's because we didn't choose to do it. It's strong, right? You guys are like, no, it's hot in here. I know. We're almost done. We're almost done. And then the objective ownership. You know what they say? For he is our God. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Why? Why do they say that? They say that because, Joshua, you talked about you're going to serve the Lord for you and your house, right? And you put that example out there. And thank you, Joshua, for saying that and being that example for us. But they say, get this. He's not just your God. He's mine, too. Hey, guys, is that going to be the way it is? Is it just going to be pastor's God, Miss Christina's God, Brother Tripp's God, Brother Tut's God, the leadership? Yeah, they really love God. You ought to say, no, no, I love him too. He's my God too. Why? Because he saved me. Because he changed me. Because he helped me. 
And again, God forbid that I would ever turn my back on him and let something else take his spot in my life. Hey, guys, that needs to be our heart's cry. Why don't we ask God to examine our hearts tonight and see if we're kind of iffy with it, kind of uncommitted, or if we would say, God, I don't want to ever quit loving you and serving you. I want to stay loyal and faithful to you the rest of my life. Guys, we've got to have that response. You know why, Thomas? Because the world's coming at us. The wickedness is coming at us. And they're going to be asking us, hey, you want to, hey, 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 Ethan, you want to trade in your walk with God for a little fun? Hey, you want, hey, guys, you want to trade in your relationship with God for being accepted by your friends? Hey, they're coming at you all the time in a billion different ways. Can I ask you, what's your response going to be? My question is this, what's it going to be? You can be invested in, you can be instructed, and you can have the greatest examples influence you. But what's it going to be for your life? I hope we'll, at the end of our lives, say, Lord, I want to live for you the rest of our lives. And when we get to the end, say, Lord, I wasn't perfect. I made a lot of mistakes. But I tried to give you every single day that you gave to me. And I tried to serve you. And I tried to stay faithful to you and loyal to you throughout my whole life. Hey, that would be a great testimony to have. I think a person like that, when they go to heaven, Jesus will say, well done, well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's what we want, right? So let's start it now. Hey, guys. Those that finish the race are those that are determined from the beginning to finish the race. Miss Andrea, they're not going to get halfway through and say, well, I'll just see how far I can make it. And if I make it kind of close, Thomas, then maybe I'll try to go for it and finish it. No, let's be determined from the get-go, from the jump. Say, I'm not going to quit. Listen, there's going to be times you fall down. There's going to be times you mess up. But with Jesus' help, get back up, dust yourself off, and keep on going. Hey, in your life, you can be instructed, you can have the examples, you can have all this investment. But my question is, what's it going to be? All right, let's bow our head and close our eyes. Lord, thank you for.